0: Hi Diamonds, welcome to the United State of Women, a forum where professional women come together to thrive by living more connected to our power, our purpose, and our plan. We invite you to tune in every other week where we show you that you can have it all and teach you how to get it by becoming the star of your own life and not just a supporting role. In your life, career, and relationships, here with Julie Dean, my USW podcast ambassador and co-host, I am Kalina James, owner of LCR, a business consulting and leadership development coaching company. Are you ready? Let's get started.
1: Hey, diamonds! Today we ask the question, what defines identity? Understanding your identity means knowing who you are. Or does it? Who decides? Kalina and I want to encourage you to look at your own identity during this episode and take some time to learn more about who you are or are not. Does owning a truth mean embracing your identity? Grab a notebook and a pen because the show starts now. This is United State of Women. Before we start this episode, I wanted to make it very clear as your podcast ambassador for USW Kokomo. That we are podcasters united to condemn the tragic murders of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, along with many others at the hands of police. This is a continuation of the systemic racism pervasive in our country since its inception, and we are committed to standing against racism in all its forms. We believe that to be silent is to be complicit. We believe that black lives matter. We believe that black lives are more important than property. We believe that we have a responsibility to use our platforms to speak out against the injustice whenever and wherever we are witness to it. In creating digital media, we have built audiences that return week after week to hear our voices and we will use our voices to speak against anti-blackness and police brutality. And we encourage our audiences to be educated, engaged, and to take action. Here are three ways that we can participate. First, you can donate to any of the following organizations the George Floyd Memorial Fund, the Minnesota Freedom Fund, Black Visions Collective, Campaign Zero, Black Lives Matter, Minneapolis NAACP branch. You can sign a petition by texting Floyd to 55156 to demand justice for George Floyd. That's Floyd, F L O Y D, to 55156 one five six and you can sign up at color of change to be notified for more opportunities to take action. And I'll include a link to all of these in our show notes at the bottom of this episode. Thank you. And now let's get started.
0: Hey Diamonds! <laughs> This is a really good episode, Julie. This is one of those episodes that I think a lot of us are interested in learning more about. We are becoming more savvy in our awareness to figure out what life is about and who we are in this journey. So I, I love this topic and I loved how you, in the intro, is it, you know, our identity? Is it who we are or who we are or who we're not? And I think that that's a really cool place to to explore.
1: Yeah, I- You know, when we think about the word identity, the first thing that we think about is, you know, identity probably defines who we are. And it was interesting because the first thing I thought to do was to go and look up what does identity actually mean. And according to definition.com, they gave us six definitions for identity.
0: Oh my gosh. What were they? What were they? What did you find?
1: Well, the first definition was the state or fact of remaining the same one or ones as under varying aspects or conditions. This was the identity of the fingerprints on the gun with those on file provided evidence that he was the killer. So genetic makeup, right? If you're able to link the fingerprints to the killer, then the, the, does that
0: identify you
1: as the person that was there holding the gun?
0: Hmm. 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 So they said fingerprint genetic makeup Your mark reveals identity. Fingerprint and genetic makeup reveal identity. Hmm. I can see how people would, you know, relate that quote unquote truth, right? Something you just can't change, right? You have one set of fingerprint that is uniquely yours and no other person or human has the same set of fingerprints. So that creates the signature of your identity. And I could see where your genetics, right? Your DNA. There's just you. You may have blood from all kinds of relatives, but you are your own unique makeup and it creates an identity. And I I wonder though, in that frame of reference, in that thinking, how much of that power how much of that truth is carrying over to this truth that says your identity you know is who you are right and I think one of the questions you would ask was is it important to understand your identity in order to understand who you are Hmm. I guess I'm gonna have to stand on the side of no
1: Okay. okay I'm gonna have to stand
0: on the side of no and I
1: would agree with that 100%
0: Well, I think because there is this, you know, this, this awareness or this understanding that people believe that identity is purpose, right? And I think that that is two different things. What is my identity, right? What is my identity? Who am I? And I think we're asking two different questions. So you're going to
1: love this because the second definition they gave here was the condition of being oneself or itself and not another, And the example given here was that he began to doubt his own identity.
0: Correct. Because being oneself, right? Being oneself. Because I'm a firm believer that your identity, it is your perspective. And that perspective can change depending on any current situation or any new situation in your life. But I truly believe that purpose is who you are at the point of birth. And I think that one can... In that sense of what you just said, question their identity, right? They're really questioning their perspective. They're questioning what it is that they believe is true or not true. And I think at the end of the day, perspective really is my attitude. I'm questioning my attitude about this. I'm questioning how I interpret this or feel about this. In any given situation, if you and I experience the same situation in life, you and I will have a different perspective, a different connection to it, a different attitude about it. And I think that that attitude is really how we identify with what's happening around us. And I think that with identity, people are, at the end of the day, believing that to be all-encompassing truth, unable to change, unable to, you know, rewire, or like they say, right? Tr- like they've
1: been tr- put in this box so they're there's nothing better or more outside of this box to look forward to.
0: That's correct. Or train a old dog new tricks, right? Because they feel connected to this perspective or this attitude that is really communicating their awareness around their identity and the identity can change. And it isn't who you are. And I think we're asking two different questions.
1: That's perfect. And this next point here is ties into this just so perfectly. It's, The third one was, you know, to condition the condition or character as to who a person or what a thing is. So the qualities, the beliefs, et cetera, that distinguish or identify a person or thing. This example is a case of mistaken identity, a male gender identity, immigrants with strong ethnic identities.
0: Mm, I like that. I like that, Julie. I like that. I like that a lot because if we look back on our past, our quote unquote, attitude about things come from and they encompass our memories right our experiences and our relationships with people around us and the ones that we've had and the ones that we haven't had and those experiences create these wonderful values that we hold true or dear or even have an emotional connection to that brings us a sense of loss or stuck or hurt or burden and i think that that in itself creates this sense of self And I think when we go down that rabbit hole, we have to understand that life, everything under the sun, hasn't changed. There's nothing new. And so you and I experiencing the same setback in life, and you've probably seen this in your own home or anyone that you may know, experiencing living in the same home, but one individual can see the full opportunity of wonderful things and wonderful memories. And another person can say that they never were supported, never were loved, and never had anything and felt trapped or controlled. Why is that?
1: I don't know. And I and I can't agree more. And I think, you know, the perfect example here that you can think about is maybe siblings, right? They grew up in the same home. They were given the same opportunities, whether it was a college education or a stable lifestyle, just upbringing. And one child feels like they were never supported and the other child feels like they were given... Everything and more.
0: Correct. And why is that one child feels supported and one child does not? It's the attitude of the experience that they're having and how that's communicating back to something inwardly that they themselves either feel the glass is half full or the glass is half empty and i think that that then becomes the basis for what people call identity for who they are and in actuality purpose is who you who you are it's what you were called to do before the experience before the life moment happened and a lot of times you know working with clients and asking them to go back at the moment of impact that this this attitude was formed can be very powerful because they get the chance and the choice to choose whether or not they want to maintain that attitude, that belief, that perspective. Because then now, like that one illustration you gave earlier, he's now doubting his identity, right? You're doubting your attitude around this experience and then looking at it in a different light. And that then now creates the fuel that one needs in order to fuel purpose, or even carry out purpose. And I, and, and I think that a lot of people, I'm going to say it, listeners, if you're listening to this, a lot of people are doing wonderful things in the world and calling it their purpose, when in actuality, it is a impact that had happened in their life that they've now become an advocate to support. And if that experience had never happened, who would they be? What would they be doing?
1: You know, that's a perfect example and I think it ties perfectly to our last week you know our last episode with Catherine because Catherine brings this example about a woman that she was training who had her mind made up that if she didn't lose this certain number of weight that she was going to be really upset and Catherine asked her so if you don't lose that weight what will happen who will you be if that is what you've tied your identity to and what you've made your purpose if you don't achieve that
0: goal, what then? Yeah, what then? And boy, do you put people in the hot seat to be in this quiet space that they have not had an opportunity to sit in, let alone even have an answer for. You know, I call that the site, you know, that that quiet space, that, that silence. And it can be very uncomfortable, but for the person who who is searching for true purpose, fulfillment and joy, you need to have that moment. You really need to ask yourself if you did not have that experience in life, if you weren't someone who had had gone through this life experience, this memory, would you be an advocate? Would you care? Would this matter to you? And if it didn't, if, you, if it didn't happen and you and you would literally do something different, then I think that you are living out what you feel is purpose when in actuality, it is just you're connected to an attitude of value about something in life that you feel passionate about. And then one would say, well, how do you figure out what purpose is in order to be able to champion something? And I'm glad that you've asked that question because this is how you figure it out. You have to at least understand, first and foremost, human behavior, human anatomy, how we absorb and how we are conditioned as individuals to be able to understand what conditionings you have had. And then looking back before life began really for you at those early moments. Maybe it was you sitting on the bed, playing with your dolls, playing with Legos, playing with arts and crafts. Maybe it was you that was inquisitive about how to tear things open or even how to put things together. Before life had a, a chance to write the script for you, what were you engrossed with? What drew your attention? And then from that moment, have you been able to give yourself That gift back by cultivating and strengthening and encouraging those ambitions, those gifts, those characteristics, those desires, because that will literally help you see what impact you have in the world and what impact you bring in this world. You get to choose how you want to showcase that power, whether it's a doctor, whether it's a scientist, whether it's an engineer. A lot of people choose the destination as their calling or purpose. That's just the channel that individuals use to showcase their power, their purpose. But for you, it's important to know why those things are amazingly important to you, that you're passionate about, that they mean something to you. And once you figure out those elements, you get to choose how you execute them in the world. And that is your purpose.
1: I agree. I agree. That's very well stated. And I think that helps tie these last three definitions all kind of together because, you know, your purpose is also going to change. What your identity is tied to right now and what your interests are tied to will also evolve and change as you grow older and grow interested in different things.
0: Correct. Correct. Because I do believe that. As we experience life and the abundance of what it offers, it gives us a chance to really know ourselves from the inside out. And ensuring that as I explore and as you explore different things, different places, different opportunities, I challenge you to put your hand to something and then question it back to yourself or ask the questions back and say, what is it about this experience that I'm afraid of? What is it about this experience that makes me excited? And if the answer comes back to the trauma, to the, to the experience you had that you're an advocate for, you need to go a little further than that. Because if that didn't happen, would you be as passionate about it? Would you care? Would it matter? And that gives you a chance to so search yourself a little bit more to continue the journey of discovering who you are at the end of the day. Exactly.
1: So the fourth definition is that, you know, identity is the state or fact of being the same one as described. And the fifth one is that the sense of self providing sameness and con- con- continuity in personality over time and sometimes disturbed in mental illnesses and schizophrenia. Yeah. And finally, it was exact likeness in nature or qualities and identity of interest. So where are your interests lying? I think After everything is done, you have to really figure out your why to figure out your purpose, connect to your identity.
0: Yeah, yep, yep. I think you're absolutely right. And I think the why has nothing to do with the what and it has nothing to do with how you do it. The why has everything to do about what your power is and what your life's meaning and contribution is. For example, I know that my power is a gatherer. I've been gathering people and gathering, you know, family and gathering individuals around a cause all my entire life, even down to the most simple, crazy things, birthday parties, anniversary parties, you know, cookouts and and weekend, you know, festives and munchies. My whole life has been around the power of gathering, period. How I choose and what I choose to put to the gathering is the how and the what I do. Now, because of my past, because of my experiences and having had trauma around rejection and had trauma around, you know, the, 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 the feelings and sensations of not enough, it's no wonder that I've taken that awareness, right, that perspective, that attitude that identity, and I partnered with something that I'm naturally able to do, and that is gather. And then for that purpose, I partner them together to be able to help support something that I'm passionate about because of a past experience. I get to choose that because I know that there's no harm, no foul, no, no, you know, no wrong, but I'm aware that my past is also part of the fuel that I'm using to the purpose. Because again, the purpose is my impact, but I'm choosing to support women who are in a leadership position to help them be able to be the message of leadership that they want to be because of set of circumstances that they've come to the table with. That's what I'm choosing to do.
1: I love that. And I think that's, you know, that choice is a really important word. I think about the brunch and you know one of the things that is really important about the USW annual power brunch is that you're choosing women that are creating impact in the community you know and it doesn't mean that impact looks like one thing or another you know these women have multiple different backgrounds they have multiple different views on success and yet we have all voted unanimously in sign that these women have created
0: impact. That's right. That's right. And it gives them the platform to have real-time opportunities in the midst of other women who are like-minded, right? I know that there are situations in our life where we've struggled or had setbacks or we not have all had this silver spoon in our mouth. However, If I speak to the woman who has vision, if I speak to the woman who has calling, if I speak to the woman who has ideas and creativity, and who has an innate power that is yearning and wants to thrive, she'll come. And in her coming, we can help gather her together with others to be able to utilize the synergy that's in the room for them to be able to create the bridge that's necessary for their future success. And so my purpose is gathering. My purpose is gathering. And my vessel or the tool that I use is in the power of connecting women who have a journey or a past who need that support to be a bridge for each other. And they're not broken. They're absolutely phenomenal women who have just not had that rosy path.
1: Exactly. I love that. I wanted to share an article with you when I started researching some more about identity. I wanted to figure out, you know, where you go from here, right? Yeah. So in 2014, Psychology Today came out with this article titled The Basics of Identity. It was written by the Sharam Heshmat, who has a PhD in science of choice. And I thought it was really interesting because the first thing they pointed out was that people have multiple identities, mm. which I think it makes sense, right? We can't all be tied to just one identity. Mm-hmm. So he gives us these three goals that are required in forming your identity. And the first task is discovering and developing one's personal potentials. Mm. So he says, personal potentials refer to those things that the person can do better than other things. How can the person discover what those potentials are? The answer is a process of trial and error. Right. And I thought about you because, you know, throughout this, friendship, I've always thought about how you're always asking me to consider what value I bring to the table. And how often do we overlook the most foundational piece of our identity? You know, I think it's so easy to get caught up in what the dictionary is saying in terms of looking at our fingerprint, mistaking that we have gifts and potential to offer and share and that that is also tied to identity
0: yeah yeah i like that i like that and it evolves and it keeps expanding as our awareness is is under construction right and so i think that that growth and learning that you have experienced and gone through is just better serving all of your choices it's serving all of your limitless possibilities of what you entertain and and knowing what your impact is what your values what you bring to the table will help you do two things it will guide you to and pull you towards success and greatness right and wonderful experiences in this journey of life but it also is a great deterrent it will Allow you the power of no when you realize and see that there is an opportunity that isn't for you to have. And I think that people see your power, they then want to partner with it. They want to use it. They want to celebrate it. And you have to realize, you know, we could be everywhere and going nowhere or we could be on this journey expanding our fuel, expanding our reach by just becoming more and more in tune with who we are and what we bring to the table and choosing avenues that allow us to be that creative being or that 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 hardworking professional in that vein. Exactly.
1: And this is why... Before you figure out your purpose, you need to figure out your potential, right? And so that's why the second goal here is after you've figured out your potential is to choose one's purpose in life. And he says here that it is necessary to choose what we are seeking to accomplish in our lives to achieve substantial success in fulfilling our purpose. The objective must be compatible with our talent and skills.
0: Oh, I like that. What is it? How do we do that? How do we go? Listeners, so here is, here. you know, that's such a great place to start. And here are two questions you can ask yourself at the moment of decision, right? At the moment, you're going to level up and decide which way to go and how does this impact you and how can you bring this impact? Question one is, how can I help in this situation? How can I help? That gives you a wealth of information right back at you to determine if you're coming from a place of victim, you know, the place where you're broken and you want to help here or the place of power. And it is that you want to be, you know, someone else here who's not the victim, someone else who wants to bring the gift that you bring to the table. And what are your gifts? How can I help here? And then two, the other question is, is what is the opportunity for you here to learn? how can you help and how can you learn understanding those two questions at the crossroads of a decision will help you have a better weight on both sides it's leveling up from your past and it's also embracing the potential of true power of true purpose it's a combination of connecting your identity from your past experiences With your true calling of purpose of where it is that you're supposed to be in life and the impact you create. Again, the questions you ask yourself is, how can I help in this situation? And what is the opportunity for me to learn?
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree with you 100%. And he says, you know, finally, one is required to find opportunities to implement that potential and purpose. So you've got to implement that, right?
0: Yes. Yep. You have to implement it. And it's a nice way to have two questions that are segues into the implementation to determine and to give you a choice. You know, there's no pressure in you having time to make a sound decision on how you want to show up. Again, this platform is about helping you be a message, not a messenger, a message, which means that you need to, when you have those moments, it's in your best interest to take the time to think about all of our choices. There's that side, your side, and then there is a bigger side. And if you take that triangle look, right, all three sides, you'll potentially have more than you ever thought possible available at your fingertips to experience and to learn.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's crazy because as you begin to really embrace your potential and your purpose here and really start to use it, in this world, your confidence is gonna go up, your your self-image is going to go up, everything is gonna get better because, you know, he even says at the end of this article, when people misrepresent themselves or present themselves in out of character ways to impress an audience, the behavior is unnatural and exhausting. The behavior requires greater cognitive resources because the mind is filled with self doubt, self-consciousness yes. and negative thoughts. Oh
0: my gosh. Some of the, one of the tools that we, that I use for my clients is this, is throughout the day. And if you want to do this listeners, this might be something pretty cool to see how really you are self-sabotaging your own success is to throughout the day, keep a journal, whether it is some sort of tick that you do, something that you jot down or you text yourself or you make a mark or you put it in a journal. I, I challenge you to write two columns, the disempowering thoughts and the empowering thoughts you have. And for a five day period every day, as you have an empowering thought, emotion, jot it down. For example, empowering. I felt happy. I felt ecstatic. I felt strong. I felt fun, right? Write it down. And if you had that same empowering thought the next day or later in the day, write it down. Every time you felt fun, every time you felt happy, write it down. And every time you have a disempowering thought, I felt fatigue. I felt worried. I felt, I felt rejected. I felt, you know, a victim. I felt whatever it was throughout the day, write it down. Every time you feel that same emotion, write it down because what you're doing is you're gathering data because in a five-day period, you're going to realize how many disempowering thoughts you have over the empowering thoughts. But what is so cool about the quantification of this data is the fact that you get to see the one common disempowering thought and empowering you thought most often, most often. So if you're having the disempowering thought of overwhelmed, gosh, I've been overwhelmed more often than not through the last five days, then you have felt supported. Maybe you're overwhelmed is I need rest. Maybe another person's overwhelmed is I need a calendar. I need structure. Maybe someone else's overwhelmed is I just feel like I am losing and not winning. Whatever the overwhelmed is, there is an antidote. For an empowering thought, we need to find the most common disempowering thought in order to help bring awareness to why that is around most often. And believe me this, if there is a disempowering thought that is raising up more often than not, than most, there is an antidote for that because it is crying out and it needs something. And the opportunity here in the two questions is, how can I help in this situation and at this other crossroad is how can I learn from this opportunity that gives you the choice to choose how you level your perspective, your past identity, and connect it to your current purpose or your future purpose.
1: of it. I agree. I agree so much, and I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, and we're all called to greatness. So you know, we all have gifts out there, and if you can't figure it out, you you know, just ask those around you what comes naturally to you, because you know, there's people that definitely see your strengths, can't find them, you have them.
0: That's right, and there, it, it's never too late, and it's and you're never too busy. That's and I think I need to say that again. It's you're. It's never too late, and you're never too busy to. Put yourself on the opportunity for leveling up on your past experiences and understanding what that identity has created and giving you a chance to trade it up for something that's much more empowering for the choices that support you the most. I do have to say this is that. As you become more aware of what it is that those experiences have shaped for you and your perspective, and you now have a conscious choice to change them and choose to work through the healing, you're going to realize that you've associated and attached yourself to things and people and environments that no longer support you, no longer something you want to be around. You start to look at it as if it's holding you back. This is where you get the opportunity to really be able to take full stock forward about what it is that you take with you and how those individuals go with you or don't go with you at all it's called putting on new skin <laughs> on oh, new skin new skin. Skin. <laughs> skin that better is prettier shinier much more supportive that glow up <laughs> that glow up And it's much more healthier for you. And you look good wearing it. Well, Do you have any final thoughts, Kalina? Like I said before, diamonds, we want you to shine bright. And our opportunity is here is to, again, like I said, putting on new skin because it really will look good on you. And who doesn't want to level up on some pretty shiny new skin? It's like getting a whole new wardrobe, right? And when we do, we feel good. We look good. We want to shine and we want to show off. And we stand straight up and we walk out of here with our best self forward. And that's what we want for you. So diamonds shine bright. And we look forward to hearing from you soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it. Share it with people you care about. People you think this will benefit share with your team or colleague who is having a difficult time and is looking for solutions we all want to help people live empowered to know what to do when faced with uncertainty and i believe that these ideas can help others have that success so please share it but also follow us on our hashtag community power purpose plan and tell us what you think and how this episode has helped you diamonds You have a choice to live connected to progress and growth. You deserve it, and it is yours to have. Live life, my friend, and be encouraged to step into your power, purpose, plan today. Until next time, take care.